Hi, Wine Delusters. Today I'm speaking with Kate Schilling, the Executive Officer of Ultimate Winery Experiences Australia. Welcome to the Wine Delusters podcast. My name is Janine and I run a wine events business in Canberra, Australia. In this season, I'm talking to 12 specialists from the wine industry and the travel industry and asking the hard-hitting questions we all want to know leading up to Christmas. What to serve, what to buy and where to go on holidays. So pour yourself a glass and let's get exploring. Kate Schilling is the Executive Officer of Ultimate Winery Experiences. Before this role, she had an impressive career in travel and we actually connected over both being flight centre girls back in the day. Mixing wine with holidays is exactly what I love and what this podcast is all about. It's really great to soak up all the fantastic experiences available through Ultimate Winery Experiences Australia and her little puppy Daisy even makes an appearance too. Welcome Kate Schilling. Hi Kate, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi Janine. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So yes, my gang of wineries is called the Ultimate Winery Experiences of Australia. And we've been around for nine years now. We started with only nine wineries who really understood that if they did a little bit more at the cellar door beyond just a tasting or a paid tasting, if they opened the doors and let people in to, to experience what was going on behind the scenes, that they, as a, as a winery, those people that visited and did went beyond the cellar door, they'd, they'd really understand a little bit more, more about the diversity and innovation that sits behind the Australian wine scene. They become more memorable and ultimately they go away and they buy more wine. So we now find ourselves nine years later with 25 wineries from 16 wine regions across the country. Wow. And collectively we have put together and we've just released our rates for next year. We've put together 98 bookable, what we would call classic winery experiences that all offer just that little bit more around what's happening behind the cellar door. Oh, that sounds fantastic. So wine getaways are often a bit more of an adults only experience, but some of yours could be for kids as well, like some of the... Ish, it's, it depends. You really got to do your research with that sort of thing. Um, most of our experiences are really for adults. Um, but that said, some of the regions that the, you know, the wine regions are so beautiful and there's plenty for kids to do. But yeah, generally the experiences when you're booking to do an ultimate winery experience, it's really, it's really for the grown ups. Yeah. So couples and a bunch of girlfriends and things like that. Yeah, so totally, that sounds really totally. good. I can't wait to do yeah, that. Yeah, we call that, we call our classic um, client an experience seeker. So it's someone who loves great food and wine, but they love it even more if the wine's being poured by the winemaker who who made that wine. Yeah. They're talking to the owner of the vineyard who's possibly had those vines in his or her family for, you know, generations, and they're eating food that's perfectly matched to that wine. And the reason is it's perfectly matched is it grew in a kitchen garden just there. Yeah. And so it's all around, the experience with us is around just understanding more about the provenance of the produce and the terroir of the wine and how it all comes together and why it is such a perfect match. Yeah, I love that small footprint of quite a lot of boutique wineries that yeah. it's all happening right there at the around the cellar door. That's Absolutely. Fantastic. With the ultimate wine experiences, you were saying that there's four different pillars. Can you just run, run us through sure. those? Sure. So within the experiences, when we're looking and talking to the wineries about what, what they're looking to develop next, 
we look at four different categories. So we have our food and wine pillar, which is around the food and wine matching. And as I was talking about before, that provenance of the food and the terroir of the wine and what, what's happening on the ground to make that, that perfect match. So we have a lot of um, ways that we can bring that to life. And it's everything from picnics with beautiful local produce out in the vines to full-on formal degustation meals. Um, everything in between that is around our food and wine matching pillar. Our second pillar is around our, we, we call it the discovery pillar, but it's around learning, masterclasses, and, but it's not, it's not, again, formal lessons in a classroom. It's really fun blending experiences. So you can blend your own, um, they call it the blending bench at Darenberg, where you're making your own version of the, the, the dead arm Shiraz there. Um, at Tabilk down in Nagambi, they call it the winemaker's secret art. And again, it's it's a blending experience, but it's really about learning about your palate. And again, it's in their beautiful old museum room, which is just the most stunning setting. And of course, our famous blending experience in Tassie is called the art of sparkling, where you mm-hmm. make your own sparkling wine with Joseph Cromie in Tasman in in the Tamar Valley. Yeah. And again, you, you can put on your lab coat, you can get out all the different things, you've got your beakers, but at the end of the day, you've got a pretty amazing sparkling as well. And again, you're looking out over the winery, you can see the vines and it's Tasmania, so it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, the next pillar is the extended one where we're combining our experiences with other things that are happening in the region. So that's where the cycling, the balloons, the accommodation, um, other things, we, we package those up. And then the final one is helping people celebrate in style. So, and we really know how to do that. Um, we can customise any experience for any occasion. We do a lot of corporate stuff for, you know, people wanting to meet but make it memorable or that sort of thing. So I think that's it. Four pillars. That's it. Yeah. No, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm ready for my next getaway. <laughs> no, that sounds fantastic. So we all are, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> Very much. Now, Kate, we've got um, some questions for you. What would we find on your table on Christmas Day? For me, on Christmas Day, it's definitely summer food and I'm a farmer's daughter, so we, you know, we don't mind the traditional Christmas meal, but we are evolving out of out of that world. But for me, if I think about the wine particularly, I like to start Christmas with a Prosecco and I think some of our Proseccos from Prosecco Road down in Victoria in the King Valley uh, Pizzini and Brown Brothers, their, their vintage Prosecco is just divine. And you can get through a fair bit of it on a nice hot Christmas, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, oh, that sounds perfect. That sounds really great. Now, do you have a go-to wine gift for your wine-loving friends or family? Yes, I do, because we sell gift vouchers. And, in fact, with um, we actually sell them through Red Balloon. We sell them direct through the wineries. And so for our experiences, and I mentioned that we had 98 experiences they range in price from $50 per person to $1,500 per person and all of them can be purchased as a gift so and in fact it's a massive you know we see it we see it before Mother's Day we see it before Father's Day and then Christmas you know even up until Christmas Eve when you know they someone's forgotten to buy a present for someone we get that call to say, can we please get a gift voucher? So for whether you want to do food and wine matching, um, masterclasses, we do some really cool blending experiences in all regions, as well as that discovery, in a deeper discovery into the region. So we work with the wineries, we'll collaborate with other operators in the region, whether it's balloons, the, the wildlife sanctuaries, other accommodation and so on. And of course, we help people celebrate in style. So we 
have some amazing degustation meals too. That's what I'd be talking about the regions. So at the moment they're in what state? All states, six states. We've got wineries in six states around the country. So we have um, South Australia is our heartland. We have seven wineries there in the Barossa, the Adelaide Hills, McLaren Vale, we've got Penfolds, McGill Estate is one of ours. We then have four wineries in Western Australia. So we've got wineries in Margaret River and the Swan Valley, mm. uh, two in Tassie and looking to add some more members down there, seven in Victoria in regions like the King Valley, Nagambi Lakes, Yarra Valley, one of our newest, Dominic Porte has just joined us in the Yarra Valley and the Mornington Peninsula. And then New South Wales, Hunter and Orange. And then one in Queensland, Cirame, who grow their fruit in the Granite Belt. Mm -hmm. And they've got a beautiful, really stunning setting at Mount Cotton, which is only half an hour from Brisbane. You know, seriously, 560 acres, half an hour from the CBD. It's fantastic. Yeah, it it is a beautiful cellar door, that one. I have been there. Yeah, Yeah. that's great. Oh, so anyone basically in any near any capital city could get one of your gift vouchers and get on an experience very easily. I know this is going to be like choosing a favourite child, but do you have an ultimate wine experience that you'd like to share with us? I've got so many. And when I saw your question, I was like, right, what am I going to do with that? I think as we come into summer, our experiences either sit with perfect food and wine matching, something that really gives a sense of place for the great outdoors, uh, our celebrations with the beautiful degustation meals, and then, of course, that discovery, looking at everything else that's going on. I think for summer, I'm going to go with something outdoors. And in our wineries, we have three wineries in the King and Alpine Valleys that all offer opportunities to do things outside with cycling and all that sort of stuff. Um, So I'm going to pick, it's at Brown Brothers, and they've got a new experience called the Food and Wine Adventure. They have a new young chef there called Bodhi, and he's basically, his kitchen garden is taking over the car park. And it's really fascinating going out and you go out and basically pick the food that you're going to be eating. The setting where they they put they conduct the experience is in what they call the Prosecco Lounge. It's just really, it's really light. It's really airy. And you really get a sense of what's happening in the King and Alpine Valley. So King Valley is, it's only three hours from Melbourne. It's less, it's only three hours from Canberra, really. Right. When you yeah. And, um, and for, they get a lot of visitors coming down across the border as well from Sydney. And there's cool places to stay. Feathertop has accommodation on site. And Pizzini, there's some really lovely places up at Whitfield. So you've got lots of options there. That sounds wonderful. That really does. And finally, when international borders open, where would you like to head off to? So many options. I'm three years in this job and I'm a tourism person, not a wine person. I've drunk a lot of wine. But I really love learning more about where we sit on the global stage. And it is fascinating how, you know, we really punch above our weight from both wine production point of view as well as wine tourism. And sorry, my dog's just saying hello to the dog next door. That's Murphy's Law. But I reckon I really want to go to South Africa. I think I've heard so many amazing things about just the way their wines are world famous, obviously, but just the way that they're able to introduce you to to the wine scene in South Africa. I'm really curious about that. And Tourism Australia, their, their purpose is to invite the world to experience the Australian way of life. Our purpose, we extend that to invite the world to experience the Australian way with wine. Yeah. And I think that South Africa really understand that. Understand, we talk about the diversity and the innovation of the Australian wine scene, and we and we know we're global players. And I'm really curious to see where South Africa sits in that mix. So that's yeah. what's on my list. And you can, um, it's not far from Cape Town, and Cape Town 
is a fantastic yeah. city. So well, yeah. and it's it's so interesting because I went to France and to Bordeaux, having been there before in non-wine capacities, and I I really I, I, it's lovely and the heritage there is phenomenal. But, you know, Australia is not as stitched up as Europe, you know, so we are able to tell our story in a really unique way and that's why our experiences, you know, most of our audience is Australians. Most of the people that book us are Australians and I think since the borders closed, even more have discovered that there's a little bit of Bordeaux in their own backyard but it's definitely what we, our diversity is at the heart of that, not just the rules and the regulations. It's like these are the conditions. What are we going to do to make the best wine possible? So yeah, that's, that's what so we're true. about. Yeah, and I think South Africa is similar with it being a new world country yeah, as well. So totally, oh, that's great. totally. Thank you so much for your time. That, that's it. That's my pleasure, Thanks. Janine. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe now to get each episode as they drop. Go to winedelust.com.au for everything discussed today. You can also subscribe to my newsletter and hear of all upcoming events, news and merchandise. Till next time, happy wine travels.